This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right, a couple days late, but that doesn't mean it will be of less quality. It is the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, he's been my partner in crime for nearly a decade. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? Uh, I'm doing well. It's that interesting time of the year where everything's out of whack for about two weeks. Everyone has COVID. Everyone has COVID, yeah. and then you kind of try to get back to normal mm. life or whatever. It just still doesn't feel like we're back yet this week. It's you know, kind of been weird. I watched that Vikings Packers game. Oh boy, wasn't and that, that was, fun? Yeah, and, and you know that was really just really hard to watch. And then I think, who's going to go to this Sunday's game with COVID? Just with Omicron, we hope, right? Mm-hmm. Just walking through town. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it, everyone who's getting touched is getting kissed by this thing, right? Who is going to go to that game? To watch a, basically a preseason football game. Uh, honest to God. I, you know who I feel bad for? Because uh, I know a guy that uh, sold his se- normally sells sure. all of his season tickets. And I feel bad for the people that bought this as probably a Christmas gift yeah, for dad. Yeah, you know, go, dad. Uh, hey, I know we don't get the chance to ever go to U.S. Bank Stadium and they're, they're all gearing up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Those are the people I feel bad for. Well, you know, it might be nice. They should still go because there may not be anyone else there. You might have Section 481 all by yourself. It will be, if I had to take a guess, I'm going to say that it will be at least half full, mm-hmm. if not maybe 60% And is full. this, uh, did you check the weather? Do you know what the weather is going to be on? I Sunday? guess I did not. Let me give it a quick I'm going to guess it'll be a little bit warmer than today, but I'm going to yeah, guess. So, well, okay, Sunday, high of 10, low of negative 3. Yeah. So you're going to be walking through downtown to get to the stadium with no one there to watch the Vikings play. Go ahead. I, I, I just can't do it. I, Although I, nothing would get me to that game. I do recall this would have been because uh, it seems like we finish the season every year with the Bears at U.S. Mm-hmm. Bank Stadium. Mm-hmm. But it was a couple of years ago, uh, the last game, and this is back when it was a 16-game regular season, obviously, because this is the first year of the 17-game regular season. But it was at least three years ago, and it was a New Year's Day Viking home game season finale against the Bears. Okay. I think I've told you the story. Maybe I haven't. Hmm. So I, I had bartended the night before, mm-hmm. and I had uh, a, a group of us that kind of worked together. We were all going to go to the game as because people that don't work in the industry don't realize what a Sunday is to people that work in the service yeah, it's industry. A true day off. That's your oh. Friday night, Saturday night, whatever. But it's you know it's always during the day. Yeah. So it was New Year's Day that Sunday. And I remember I had the day off from here that Monday because it would have been the Hubbard holiday. Okay. And so a bunch of us were going to go to the game, just hang out, whatever, because we'd all worked the night before. And we were at the plaza. It was chilly. It was mm-hmm. in the single digits that, okay. that, that, that morning. And I'll never forget, I'm standing in the plaza with a bunch of friends, and I see in the distance a guy standing there with his arm in a sling. Hmm. He had an IV. <sighs> On a, uh, you know, on the, the like, roller cart. Yeah, so you're walking with his IV, sure. And, and I thought, okay, it's it's not a, it's not a costume. He's, yeah, yeah. It's a, and he had the handled jug of Fireball what? in his in his uh, working sure, hand. Sure, sure. And I was trying to see, okay, because I'm monitoring this. I, I maybe I'll, I'll show you the picture when we when we take. It a sounds break. vaguely familiar. So what was his so answer? I walked up and I, th- I kept monitoring him, going, okay, is this a bit? Yeah. Or is this real? 
Well, then I had to take the selfie, you know, with mm. him in, in the background, and I was sending it to friends Did and whatnot. Did he have a jersey on, probably? Y- yeah, but everybody was bundled okay, up. Okay, got it. But I walked up, and I thought, okay, if he's really on an IV, if he mm. just left HCMC, yeah, HCMC yeah. and he's chugging Fireball at 10.30 in the morning, he's going to die. Maybe it was a banana bag. What's that? That's that, like, oh, he got so drunk before, come get a banana bag. It's like oh. potassium. And so maybe he was, like, revitalizing his Night electrolytes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's like, I want to go to the game, but I need to get this quick IV. Oh, hand me some Fireball. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. So anyway, I, I thought, well, you know what? To hell with it. I'm going to go see if he will, he'll take a picture with me. Yeah. He was. Yeah, he goes, hell yeah, I'll take yeah, a picture with you. this is great. Maybe maybe he's uh, on his deathbed, and he's like, I'm going to another Vikings I'm game. I'm going to one more Vikings yeah, why game. why not? Although... Of all the things I do on my deathbed, probably not. <laughs> no, yeah, probably you know, not. and now unless with this, it was the Super Bowl, yeah, potentially, then, then, potentially, yeah. right? In the Vikings playing and winning the Super Bowl, because if they didn't win, then it would all be for naught. But enter rimshot, yeah, tuning to him. <laughs> so, uh, mask mandates in in Minneapolis now. When they when you go to this game, yep. you're not going to go, I don't think. But if people no, who do no, go, no, no, no. although you'll pick up some tickets for eleven dollars. And say, hey, kids, you want to go to the game for well, eleven bucks? I will say that this is if you always had wanted because what I do mm. if I if my boys want to go, I take them yeah. to a preseason game. Yeah, yeah, kind of hide they, it. They, right? they don't, they don't know. know. They have yeah. no idea. And this is roughly. A but this game. would basically be if you have young kids that have never been to US Bank Stadium and mm-hmm. and you feel safe and comfortable to yeah. go. This is the game to go go to StubHub or whatever it's and buy be dirt cheap. Oh, absolutely. But you're going to be mask mandated. That's true. So you're going to have to wear a mask. And you might as well put a bag over your head because you might as well have. A bag. I wonder if that qualifies as a mask. Somebody, just a paper bag over your head. I forget who said, but somebody on Twitter did say, "Well, does a paper bag count as wearing a mask oh, too?" When, when the mandate came down yesterday, I thought that was pretty good. It, you know, it is. If you were a professional Vikings football player, and which we are not, and we, which we are not, how do you get pumped up for this game? <laughs> right? I mean, that would be very. All, the only thing you have. Is the risk. Mm-hmm. There is no reward whatsoever. Although I did, because I was at the Rams game a couple of weeks ago with mm-hmm. our buddy Ben Quam. Yep. Uh, I went with him. And I did run into a guy rocking the Christian Ponder jersey. And I thought, bravo, nice. dude. Nice. Bravo. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, did you see the Super Bowl is getting moved? I, I saw that. I don't know where is it getting moved to. Okay. If you had to pick. Uh, it's got to go. We got to go from California, and I, yeah, I guess I don't know why they cited. There's obviously a lot of issues going on in the state of it's California. It's got to go to Florida. You're close. It's got to uh, what? Uh, uh, Georgia. Getting closer. Uh, um, I don't know where. Texas. Texas. Okay. Well, yeah, I it's guess. going I to Jerry World. Okay, it's going to Jerry World. So, in fact, I don't know if that's been <clears throat> official because Sush told me that off the off the air. Yeah. Maybe. No, it had to go to someplace outside of California, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, normally, it would have gone to. I still go back and laugh at uh, Major League Baseball how they moved the the All Star game out of Georgia. Oh. <laughs> moved. It's like, come on. And what? then the Braves won the World Series. And then the Braves won the World Series. It's like, what are you doing? Um, I'm trying to find if there was official confirmation. I don't think it's been uh, beneficial yet, but I believe that that is the early speculation. Is that's where it's going to. Uh that's where it's going to head. You know, if yeah, you're listening to this show and you're not from Minneapolis or from a town that's had the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl brings a lot well, to the market. That's I mean, what I was going to go, or that's the road I was going to go down, because I have to imagine that there's got to be lawyers licking their chops at this, right? Because you have a binding agreement, unless the NFL went to, I, f- I think it's the Rams that are the, the, the mm-hmm. hosting, I don't think it's the Chargers, but went to the SoFi Stadium Super Bowl committee and yeah. said, We'll just push everything back a year. You get, we're going to come here next year. I mean, unless they had 
some type of agreement. I mean, but all those ancillary parties, like all of the venues, get. I mean, we were renting empty warehouses out yeah. in downtown Minneapolis because yeah. every venue is. I mean, and when I say empty warehouses, literally just an empty warehouse had a party that was a thousand bucks to get into. It's like what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like just weird stuff. All of those things are canceled or or have to be moved. And they were all planned. What was that? If I remember this right, wasn't there a party where somebody in Minneapolis was going to put a tent up in the middle of the street for yes. like the lace? Love and lace party, leather and lace party. Leather That's exactly lace. what it was. Yep. And the city said, uh, "Yeah, you didn't ask for a permit for that, so no." <laughs> They're like, "What do you mean? We were going to block off this whole street?" And the city was like. Well, thank you, but no, thank you. Right. And in, and in fact, I think if I'm not mistaken, they're the ones who just went and found like this twenty thousand square foot warehouse that was empty and said, we, "We have no idea if it's even remotely safe, but we'll have the party in here, and hopefully, people can be comfortable peeing in a bucket." Right. And I was involved in a few of the productions, given uh, my ties with ESPN Radio at mm-hmm. the time, where we did a bunch of stuff out at the Wall of America, which was it Is was that fun. Score North now? Is that what you're? I can't remember. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah I think it um, is. but I remember we did we did a bunch of those events, and then my ties with the service industry. I was really busy that week with mm. just all sorts, which was fun. great because they fun. were fun. It was mm. fun, and we were making some good good cash. Mm. Uh, but the the smartest people um, were the people that run uh, Hopcat or that ran Hopcat before it closed down, because you remember they were the only venue, or one of I should say, one of the only venues that remained open to so the public. So you could still actually get in. They they charged a, a fee to get in. They might have, but, but they also but rented, still open, they yeah. rented a huge tent that they ran alongside yeah. Nicolet. Yeah. And they also, they, they were open to the public and they made a killing because every time you'd walk by there, it was packed well, there, every you know, day. There's not a party that you want to pay to get to every day. Sometimes you just want to go to a fun bar mm-hmm. and that was definitely a fun bar. Yeah. Give you access to a bunch of different beers. And that's, that's well, go ahead. I, I'm sad that those places are gone or that, you know, it wasn't that many years ago. What three years ago? The the Super Bowl was here. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Three yeah. years ago. Yep. And the town is totally, oh, totally completely different. different. It's Com- night and day. Completely different. It's basically gone in three years. It, it's just it's a shame to see what's happening in front of our eyes. Yeah. It it, it yeah. really is, and it's it's uh, honestly I'll even go this far. I think it's a little bit embarrassing too at the same time. But that's another, yeah. I don't know what to do about it. I don't. Either. I don't know what to do about I, it. I don't have. I the do answers. know that if you're 12 years old and it's 1:30 middle, you know, middle of the night at 1:30, you shouldn't be standing on a street corner downtown Minneapolis. I agree with that. Somebody too. should maybe ask, yep. say, hey, hey, young lad at 12 years old, yep. let's find where your mom is I agree. and let's let's call your dad and have him come pick you up. So I don't want to go down the insurrection route mm-hmm, at mm-hmm, all. Mm-hmm. I don't want to discuss d- discuss it. But I did see something very funny. In fact, um, our buddy Jordy uh, emailed sure. this to me. You're a big fan of the Babylon Bee, I would assume, the yeah, satirical yeah, uh, sure. news outlet. Uh, it's I, like the Onion, yeah. I I like to I like to say that they're they're Onion, they're they're a heavier version of the Onion because yeah. they'll actually go after individual stories as sure. opposed to the Onion with their local man dot dot dot. Yeah, and both the funny. Babylon Bee and the Onion are, are totally, but they're totally screwed because they can't even make stuff up. And that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> Got it. So uh, you're familiar with. Uh, Alexandria Occasional Cortex. Yeah, AOC. So they had a great article of her because you know she was very outspoken about the trauma mm-hmm. that she suffered uh, one year ago today. Yes. And so the Babylon Bee uh, has a, a piece uh, titled AOC Lays Wreath at Her Grave on January 6th. <laughs> and it's got the photo of her, remember, when she uh, did the photo op outside of the immigration sure, all camps, white, and she was dressed beautifully. Oh, I'm yeah, so yeah. Sad about Standing next to a fence with nothing. So it has head. that same photo oh, of her okay. in a graveyard with laying. A, it's very, very funny. And so, but again, she yeah. said something recently that I kind of maybe agree with. Oh, and you know, not always do her and I meet, but she said 
the reason Republicans hate me is because they can't date me. Did you read that? I do remember seeing. So she made a, a comment headline. that when she was down in Miami and everyone was giving her a bunch oh, of yeah, rash yeah, crap yeah, yeah, yeah. that she wasn't wearing a mask in yes. Miami and that she's yes. having fun. And DeSantis is saying, "Wow, it's really funny how politicians from all across America are coming over to have a good time in Florida because you know we, we kind of are a little freer here in Florida." And she said, "Well, you know, the only reason anybody's doing this is because they have this urge for me that they can't <laughs> date me." And I, I just thought I, I was reading the comments on one of these posts and people were going, but no one else, no one, not one person said. Would you? Would you date her? Like, would you date? I mean, she's not an ugly gal. No, but that, but see, I again, I'm happily married. Sure. I couldn't. I don't know if you couldn't. No, I I, I, I couldn't. And here's why I couldn't. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna seem. I don't know how to. I don't know how to phrase this without se- se- seeming like an egotistical, arrogant sob. Because I'm not at all. No. Um, no. I'll just go ahead and record and say you're not. That kind of personality is so mm-hmm. off-putting to me mm-hmm. that I don't I don't care what she looks like. I really don't. Because personality to me, to me anyway, personality is so much more about your character and you mm-hmm. as a person overall. Boy, we're getting deep. Yeah, uh, but, you, know, but I, you know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't last 5 seconds Having a discussion with you, that just person. happen to you know. I, I love you know. Oh, it's all about personalities and uh, just how. The, <laughs> you just happen to date like a or are married to a supermodel too. Well, thank but you. she happens to have a great personality. You know, she's right? she's awesome. So she's, you you yeah, double scored. But I, there's a bunch of guys like me, and you know, I, I and I'm I'm <laughs> married to a beautiful woman, and yes. she's in it. She's a great personality. But I look at uh, AOC and say, huh? If I had a couple drinks at a bar, I'd be like, <laughs> I'm like, hey. And as long as she didn't say. You know, let's go out tonight, but first I got to quickly defund the police. As long as she didn't say that, I'd maybe be like, but oh. Don't you think, though, regardless whether it's AO, whatever, don't you think that that would just organically come out throughout the course of conversation? Yeah, but, you know, okay. So she has a little <laughs> different political leaning than me. She's pretty. Well, and Maybe that, I'm just that weak. No, no, maybe no, no. I'm just a weak okay, person. Okay, that part I'll go down. I, okay. I, I wouldn't, I mean, it's it's almost like when you go back, let's go back to football. I could never marry a Packer fan. Well, who yeah. gives a damn? It's just yeah, a, it's, it's just, just football team. Actually, I don't know if I could marry a Packer fan. Right? <laughs> kind of bugs me. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about a press conference that I'd have for Aaron Rodgers if I was a defensive player and say, I want to like break one of his arms off. You know, that's my mind would be, you know how like football players and coaches <laughs> used to say, hey, um, could someone hit their quarterback and knock them totally out of the game, right? <laughs> that was a pretty common thing. Right. And now we're, we have too much respect for every player and we don't actually want to do that. But I wonder if they still feel like, wow, I'd like to like hurt Aaron Rodgers so badly that he just broke in half. Did you see the latest controversy surrounding no. A-Rodge, by the way? No. Uh, apparently, well, in addition to... The Chicago reporter that isn't going to vote for him for the MVP because he just doesn't like him because he's not vaccinated. Yeah, 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 exactly. And he's which, just a liar, yeah. which is just dumb. Yeah, that's yeah. that 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 that's not what your vote is supposed to represent. But whatever, that's sure, your right. You it's it your vote. Reason, I don't care. But after the game, not the Vikings game, but the week before, uh, they were playing. Who the were Browns. they playing? The Browns on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I almost lost. Fox had the Fox had the game. After the game, he and Aaron Andrews are uh, on the field. She's interviewing him. They're they're socially distant, you know, which is sure. just dumb, whatever. So they're standing apart. And then back to you, Joe and Troy, in the, in the studio. Well, the camera kind of somewhat stayed on where they did a split screen. I okay. can't remember. And as soon as they're done, he walks up and gives her a hug. Yeah. So the, which is, well, what's the point? Yeah, but I don't point, care. Yeah. I personally don't care. So people oh. were actually mad about that. To which I said, okay, if that bothers you, 
Obviously, your life is pretty good. Sure. If that's going to be at the top of the list of things that bother you, then life's pretty good for you. I, I, you know, I just think about anything said anywhere, someone's going to be bothered by that's that. That's true. Right? In, in the age of social media, everything's exposed. Everyone has an opinion. And, and now everyone has a platform. You know, maybe that's a segment we should have. What's that? We should find tweets that someone sends to Royce that are just incongruent to oh, logic. But see, the problem is you can't do it with Pat. Because, he because Pat invites out. it. Yes, but okay, someone who sends you or Joe or somebody a tweet that we know, mm-hmm. then we should pick up the phone, <laughs> call them on the phone, and say, can you please explain your tweet? Because if someone did that to people, right. I think people would be less inclined to tweet. Right? Um, possibly. I think they have uh, keyboard warrior syndrome, right? Oh, Where that they can absolutely feel like, is yeah, the case. You no. deal with that all the time. No, yeah, no. a lot of it comes in through email. But I always, you know what? I always try to at least get back to everybody. And even if, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like me, that's fine. That's their that's their right. That's their opinion. They, they still listen to the show. So don't you want to call care? them and say, what? Not really. I do. No. Now, I'm kind of mad if they don't like you. No, that... but, but see... In order to do a job like this, and you you know this now, you're a radio guy. Um, Ten years. You do yeah. have to have thicker skin because there's just a lot of criticism. And listen, it's minuscule for someone like me as mm-hmm. opposed to someone that has a much larger platform than 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 I do on doing this show. But but you know what I'm saying. You just have to develop thicker skin. I I'll never forget. I this was years ago, and I printed out an email, and the only reason I printed it out was because I, it was going to remind me when I went home that I was going to grab something to say, no, see, I, I'm told, uh, this sure. is where I read it. It was something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember I printed it out, and I set it on the island, that, uh, our kitchen counter in, in, our, in, in, in my house. Oh, no. And I didn't even think, sure. think of it because I it's, it's Everyday it work there. for you, yeah. Well, she read it, and she, she got angry. Yeah. And I said, oh, babe, hon, no, 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 no. Every day. It, it's good. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's, yeah. it's all good, you know? And she said, is, is this what happens at your, you know, because my wife is just such a sweetheart. Sure. She, she, she could not handle no. something like that. No. And I said, babe, it's okay. It's, it's, I just, I only brought it home because it was going to remind me to do something that I needed to do for work. But it was, I it was, was listening to a, a radio show the other day on the radio, terrestrial okay. radio show. Okay. okay. And the host is, he's anti vax mandate but he's not anti-vax sure, right he's been vaccinated i think a lot of us are. yeah you know yeah. like hey it's my choice whatever you know that but he was reading some of his hate mail oh my god it was people like i hope you die from this disease i mean the meanest stuff yeah. and he's like this is what i'm dealing with because i want to allow people the choice mm-hmm. right or wrong i don't know don't have an opinion on it right mm-hmm. I, I truly don't well i do but i i, I agree and, with and the whatever you, host you're yeah, yeah. And, and you can have an opinion I, I really just have to be agnostic on this stuff right i don't want to just fall in it plus i don't want anybody saying one thing to me because i don't care right, right. Do, what, do whatever you want to do you know right. go go I, right. I i'm one guy don't worry about me and uh the listening to the vitriol this guy was getting i thought oh, please tell me you're making 10 million bucks a year because it would not be worth it if you're making nine nine. Well, and that's the problem I think that we're really in right now is too many people have lost the idea that it is up to each individual to make their own decision. Mm-hmm. I get it that okay, could that person's decision directly affect someone else? Possibly, mm-hmm. but well, I I know someone right now that mm-hmm. works in uh works very close to the front line. Okay. And that person in her in their department lost seventy five percent of their uh, staff because of COVID. Because uh, the the people that they work with mm-hmm. 
the 75 percent of those people, they all got infected. Sure. They were all vaccinated. They're all boosted. So I'm just um, my, my point being, well, we don't even have assurances that, yes, will it minimize hospitalizations? Yes, I guess that has been proven. Mm. But my, my point is just simply we got to learn that this isn't going away. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I hope this uh, Omicron really, variant just whips so we, through us we all. Did, we did insurrection and we yeah. did COVID nineteen. Let's, you know, <laughs> let's talk about Judaism. Let's, yeah, right. <laughs> let's do some religious. Well, stuff. one of the stories that I did want to bring up to you, uh, and I got this from an emailer, and this is fantastic because we're all aware of uh, North Korea. We are, and um, now the North Korean state-run news outlet is claiming that Kim Jong Un's father is the one. Who developed the burrito? Yeah, he invented the burrito. Was that fact? Do we know? Did I, we know it, that? I don't know. That is not fact. But I'm going to go ahead and proclaim it's fact. Because <laughs> why not give it to him? So, Who cares? Uh, Kim developed the concept for what he called wheat wraps shortly before his 2011 death, according to the North Korean uh, news outlet. Mm. The material included footage of citizens devouring the wheat wraps. Disregarding massive food shortages. Okay, we're going to go down that they're, road. They're devouring them because they were starving to death because they're in North Korea. Yeah. But I, I just love the, um, well, we all know the golfing story, how he shot, yeah, shot nine, 18, uh, yeah. Yeah, nine holes in one on the, yeah, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Or 18 hole in one. But I just love the idea of, I know it's I, not true. I, yeah. The entire free world knows it's not true. Except for North Korea. But that's not going to stop me from going with it anyway. I don't care what you say about Donald Trump. I don't care. But when he's in North Korea and he's pointing to, that's a beautiful coastline over there. We should have a Trump hotel there. And I, I know it seemed idiotic, but yeah, just if there was that 1% of Kim Jong-un who said, I mean, we could have a nice hotel there. Like, you know, maybe we should have a hotel there. He's not. He's a, you know, he's just the same kind of maniac that probably Trump was, right? But it was kind of funny when Trump was just looking around saying, that's a great coastline. You're like, you have some areas for a good golf course here. We should develop a golf course together. You know, that's it. If, oh, if only the insurrection would have worked. We could. No, don't just talk. kidding. Don't I'm just happy, kidding. That's, happy anniversary. You know, you know, you know what's uh, uh, not funny about that? But I chose to not get watch any of that coverage. Right. Okay. I, di- I didn't watch one second of the January sixth coverage, and because I think it would have been too depressing for me to to have people do things that, you know, w- whatever it was, mm-hmm. it just got out of hand. Right. Sure. And I wish the president would have said, "Stop, go home, stop." First of all, dangerous. Second of all, stupid. Third of all, go home. We don't do this. Right. We're ladies and gentlemen in America. We right. don't do this. But when other people were calling it. You know, worse than 9-11, I thought, ooh, that might be kind of not so Yeah, the vice president too. did make some comments today. Uh, did he? Uh, she. Oh, oh the, the vice president. president. Okay. Yeah. Uh, citing that uh, she compared it to 9-11 and the attack on Pearl Harbor. Oh, wow. That is, you know, and, and again, I didn't watch any of the coverage. It might have been so hor- horrific. I did see a couple of photos with some guys sitting in some offices and it's like, and security guards standing there with their hands in their pockets saying, hey, guys, get down from there. You uh-huh. know, like, not... Shooting people, just kind of telling people to get right. off. You know, don't stand on that. But um, ugh, that was an ugly day. That's not. That's not good. That's so not good for America. I mentioned Troy Aikman earlier, and I wanted to bring this up with you because he is the subject of big news. Michael, he must have been listening to you over the years. Really? Yes. Uh, former Dallas Cowboy quarterback mm-hmm. Troy Aikman, now a Fox, uh, the the lead analyst for the Fox NFL coverage. Uh, he announced on Tuesday 
that he's getting into the beer business, Michael. No way. He co-founded an Austin-based company that will release eight, which was his number with the Cowboys. Okay, makes sense. A 90-calorie light beer in Texas later this year. Not a bad idea. Aikman uh, had... Oh, so the beer is called eight. He's not uh, introducing eight different beers. Right, correct. The beer is called eight. Okay. By the way, because he is a god in that state, Sure. right? Uh, and I actually am a, I'm kind of a fan of Aikman, and I'll tell you why at the end of this. So Aikman had teased the partnership for months on Instagram, including in a post in September that detailed his rigorous workout regimen and sleep schedule, ending with a beer emoji and a suggestion to celebrate life's victories. Hmm. Uh, the broadcaster has long been vocal about good health, someone who probably wouldn't drink beer without knowing the calorie count. Quote, I drink one to two gallons of water a day. He tells the Dallas Morning News, I make sure that I get my sleep, I eat really well, I work out, but I also feel like life's victories and special moments are to be celebrated. Aikman says that he feels like he's been in the beer business for years anyhow. He worked for a Miller distributor in Oklahoma in college, Hmm. a job that he got at the suggestion of his coach, Barry Switzer, which... I guarantee you is like, they're going to pay you two grand a month, son. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) As as Roycey calls him. Honest Barry Switzer. Mm-hmm. Uh, after Aikman retired from the Cowboys, he did some national campaigns for Miller Lite. When he opened his restaurant, Troy's in Arlington, which I have been to, by the mm-hmm. way, he called himself a Miller Lite guy at the time. But more recently, Aikman says he didn't like the options out there for light beers. Being so meticulous and mindful of what I'm putting in my body, it would be great if there was a better beer than what was available, uh, he said. Eight has been a project for several years, and at least three, uh, uh, and in at least three states. Excuse me. Aikman researched with members of the Food Science and Technology Department at Oregon State University before partnering with, oh boy, I'm going to butcher this name, Faubourg Brewing Company in New Orleans to make the beer. The company headquarters is in Austin, a city Aikman thinks is more authentic to the brand than his home city of Dallas. Hmm. Well, a I learned a couple of things. I guess. It makes sense because he was a professional athlete. I didn't realize that he was, and he still looks great. Yeah, he's fit. So I I, I find it kind of cool that he's still really into health and fitness and things like that. But A, he's brilliant because in Texas, because it's only going to be sold in Texas for right now. Well, duh, people are going to buy it because it's Troy Aikman. And 90 calories. That's And 90 calories. I like that. Um, But here's why I love Troy Aikman. So I remember a story. In fact, there was a couple where he was doing a game – well, one of one of them happened here because I I know the person that this happened to, but the story I'm referring to, he was doing a game somewhere. Right, game is over. He's trying to find somewhere that's open because he wants to grab something to eat. He normally travels alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he had went through a divorce, and I know he's now remarried or whatever. So I remember he went into a store or he went up to a, like a deli, cafe, okay. whatever it was, and they were just about to close. And he said, "Are you guys still open?" And she said. Well, we're just about to close. He said, I, I know what I want. I just need something really quick. And obviously, I'm assuming that this person knew that this was Troy Aikman. Okay. He sits down. He has a cheeseburger, whatever he had. Sure. Uh, so his bill was $25. And the only reason I know this is I saw it on social media. Okay. He left her a $1,000 tip oh, wow. for a bleeping oh. cheeseburger oh. and a Diet Coke or yeah, whatever he had. Cool. But it also happened here because I know the server that this happened to. So he is... He is well known, and he's not doing it for attention. He's doing it just because he's a good guy. And so he did it here. I don't remember the restaurant, but it was after he had done a Vikings game. He wanted something really quick before he went back to his hotel, and he tipped 
not only the server that I know personally, but two of the other people that were working at the same time. Big so bucks. That's cool. That is cool. That's nice yeah. to be generous. You, you being in the public eye like that, it would be very smart to tip big. Because the last thing you'd want is to get that kind of Jordan thing where... Oh, I'll give you a local example. Kevin Garnett. Great tipper. Ben. The worst The worst. Well, he's notoriously being known, been known to be very, very cheap. Sure, he's just the guy who said, my presence here is tip enough. Because mm-hmm. that's what Jordan literally would... His team would... Not his team. His people, his entourage, would call clubs and say, Michael's willing to come. You're, you're, he's willing to sit at a table where people can see him, but he's not going to pay for one thing, yep. and he's not going to tip one person. It's Garnett like, was the same way. Oof, that's, that's a little tough. I think if I were a restaurateur, I'd say, hey, yeah, thanks. Well, go, and, go to my competition. And go to my competition often. When you are someone that's in the public eye, you almost have to be overly gen, uh, Genuine. generous. Yeah, generous. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to get around. Yeah. And I guess maybe some people just flat out don't care because if you're a Kevin Garnett, a Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. or whatever, what do you care that people think you're a bad tipper yeah. because you're going to be making billions of dollars and, and maybe anyway. they're not you know who knows who nah. knows it could just be <laughs> anecdotal or that one time i will is, say is kg known for it in just, my time uh, in the industry i will say more often than not the pro athletes outside of hockey guys outside of hockey all, guys, okay, and, guys and baseball guys but football and basketball guys are you oh no I, I will include baseball those three sports yeah they can be they could be a little frugal well you know i i think you know their job like every day all their food's paid for you know, I mean, they're yep. just—they're not carrying wallets when they're on the yep. road. I assume they're not doing anything, right? right? You play play ball, get back on the plane, and come home, yeah. right? I mean, I—I I don't think you have a lot of downtime. That would be a tough sport. I, I, you know, when I was a kid, I used to think being a professional athlete would be the cat's meow, and now I think, do I want to be on the road 180 days a year? Mm-hmm. Nope. So uh, you're reminding me of a story. Um, we were celebrating uh, my wife's side of the family's Christmas over this past weekend. Uh, we drove up to her mom's house up in Alexandria, brutally cold, mm-hmm. especially when you're near a lake. Yeah. It gets even colder. And so we were watching college football, having some beers. It was great. We had a blast. And I remember thinking, well, i got to turn on the wild game because it's a winter classic. Mm-hmm. And because it was so frigid outside, yeah. and I remember watching it and getting uncomfortable. I had to shut it off. Sure. Because I thought at some point... <laughs> One of the, either somebody from the Blues or somebody from the Wild, they're going to get frostbite and their leg is going to fall off. You but know, those I, guys at least are moving hard. True. Right? But the people that are sitting in the stands. that So I got an email from regular uh, listener Scott, mm-hmm. and, he, and he sent me the photo with it as well, the accompanying photo. He was in the upper deck at the game, and he had said, the caption just read, $15, dot, 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 dot. He had his can of Bud Light. Yeah. That had froze over. Oh, just out of the. Well, it, yeah. So the t- the top, sure. it was open, but it had exploded sure. because of how cold it was outside. Wow. And I thought, yeah, you might want to ask for a refund yeah, on that beer one. Beer slushy is not what you want. <laughs> no, could you imagine? That's got to be the worst. I was my buddy's two sons were going, and he, and he was like trying to get them the best deal, and he's like, I'm just gonna wait because no one's gonna go. And I said, Oh, everyone's gonna go. Minnesotans are like, we love this kind of stuff. He got in for what six bucks? No. Tickets were still super expensive. You're no, me. people just stood up and did it, man. They went, and it, it's it's hockey outside, and that means something. I went to the last time they did that at the TCF. Yeah, and that was fun because it was snowing and it was like you know twenty eight or whatever. Yeah. It was super nice out, and it was a good time. But I, I wouldn't have gone at ten. I'm trying to think the amount of money it would have required to pay me to go to to go to game. that game. Yeah. No, that one specifically. Okay. I would have if it was in. Twenties, mm-hmm. yeah, I would have, yeah, I would have yeah. done it, but not. It was, 
it was at least 10 below when they dropped the puck. Was it that cold? Well, it was a night game. Yeah, but I don't think it was that cold, was it? And weren't they saying that it was the coldest sports game of any game well, in history? It, it got so cold. How cold was it? How cold was it? That they had to heat the, the ice. ice. Yeah. Yeah, that seems... That's cold. It that seems like... seems... Illogical that you're like, okay, we got to warm up the ice to make it faster, to make it smooth. Well, and where I was, it was 23 below on my dash mm-hmm. when I got in the car Sunday morning. Because I went out, we got there at noon, and then I went about 6, 7 o'clock, I went to the gas station just to drive it because I knew mm, it was going to sit outside moving, sure. and, and, and be parked all yeah. night. And it barely started the next morning. You know, uh, you, I'm really starting to like when you do quotes on Instagram and Facebook. Oh. Like, you know, you, yeah. you take something that one of the guys says and you quote. And Joe had a very good thing that I've lived by for a long time. What's that? Right? And, and Joe said, you know, I'm going to paraphrase here. If you want to bitch about snow, you're going to be mad all season long. Right. If you just say, hey, it's snow. Yep. And or maybe pretend to be excited about it. Then you're going to be kind of happy. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, okay. Well, then we didn't get snow, right? So, yeah, you're right. It, it's just that feeling. And the same thing with cold. That's why I don't look at the, you know, as people ask, oh, it's cold there? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sure it is. I'm not looking at it. I, <laughs> right. I don't want to know. It's just, you, you count down mentally till March 1st. Yes, it just is what it is. It's, it's, just, it's 91 yeah. days till golf season. So, speaking of Joe, I'm supposed to ask you, he says, when you see Fret next, Ask him. He he was at your was it his, your Grand Avenue. I forget which store he went to. Yeah, it was a self-propelled single-stage snowblower is what yes. he was looking for. Okay. And someone made the comment like, I don't know anything about that. One of the other guys, you or Kenny or whoever it was. It might have been me. And then I, too, said, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we have a self-propelled single-stage. I don't know that. So I was going to learn something from the mayor when I walk into the store and look okay. to see, because there must be something, because he knows what he's talking about, but I didn't know there was such a thing. But I assumed that all snow blowers were self-propelled. No, Is that a not single true? stage, the, the paddles hit the ground and pull it forward. So it's it's propelling itself forward, I right, see. on a single stage. Double stages are uh, self-propelled, right? They have, you know, a mechanism that walk them forward. So there must be something new from Toro that... I'm sure I've seen. I've just been too busy to notice it. Got and I was going to look it up for Joe okay. and then send him all the details and then get it for him. Okay, gotcha. Because yeah. I was supposed to ask you that when I saw you next. Because the I, I've i never owned a really nice snowblower, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but I've used my neighbors uh, from time to time. And damn it, that's fun. It's so fun. So much easier, isn't it? It's well, it's oh. but it makes it fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. because I have a long sidewalk that runs alongside my house that I have to do every time we get snowfall, so the kids can walk to school. And I remember the neighbors say, "Hey, if, do you want to borrow this to do the?" Because my driveway isn't very long, sure. so that that's not a problem yeah. at all, except for the hump. That's the only th- thing that's a pain yeah. in the butt. I went, "Yeah, I'll do that." I just kept going, just and I so kept going. Nice. And I, I, I yeah, might have done yeah. the whole damn neighborhood yeah. because it was so much fun. I my the way my setup. I live in one of those city lots that doesn't have a lot of space on the side of the house. Mm-hmm. Right, it's real. The houses are real tight, and I have to take my snowblower out through the alleyway, down the block, and then circle around. Same with my lawnmower, right? Because it's I can't really get it from my garage to my front. Okay, so I end up doing like the alleyway, and then the neighbor <laughs> sidewalks, and I just do it the whole way. And I'm like, and, and I just have a little single-stage snowblower. I don't have much space to do, but it is kind of nice doing it. You feel very, very good doing your neighbor's sidewalk, even if they don't want it. But, you know, what's nice about it, one of my neighbors, he, like, day trades uh, Russian coins or something. I don't know. It's some, like, weird <laughs> thing he does. But he wakes up at midnight so to start his trading day. So he'll go shovel at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. 
And so I wake up and he just happens to do his lot and my lot. And then later on in the day when I get home, he's sleeping, right? And then I do his again, <laughs> right? I'll do it with my snowblower. Right. So once you start that process, I'm doing four or five guys on my block. They too are always doing my sidewalk no matter what. Got right? it. Yeah. Uh, Smart. All right. So before we run out of time, I do have an Ask Mike Anything question. Oh, wow. Okay, all good, right? good. Well, good. I guess technically that other that one from Joe was. was yeah, a, and was I had no Mike idea, anything. Joe. I'll find out. <laughs> find uh, out for you. So this comes to us from Mike R. He says, hey, Reeves, uh, ask Fratelloni, is there a bad time of the year to buy a grill? Here's why. Oh, I'm, I'm looking for a gift for my father-in-law. Oh, okay. Well, Mike. I'm well, let sorry. me just talk in generalities. <laughs> Mike, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> so and it, was, it, was my, it was Mike R.? Yeah. Yeah. So well, my, he, he, uh, okay. he, there was an additional point. Okay. Uh, he says, I'm not sure if this is the right time, just given... Supply is winter a bad time to be purchasing a grill. That's yeah. why he was just worried. So at the wise. end of the season, the end of the year, that's the only time um, Weber grills will go on sale. They don't actually go on sale. What they do is they go on um, this model's discontinued, so it has some discontinued price on it. The problem is, so had is, I read this maybe a week or two ago, or, or a month ago, right? Oh, you kind of got to get a little right at the end of the season. So if retailers like myself say, okay, this model's not a go forward model next year, we want to finish this one out. So what does a go forward model meaning? Mean? It won't be sold in 2022. They'll have a new model to replace this model. Gotcha. So I'll give you a really good example: the Weber Genesis grill. This year, um, in 2021, they have an open bottom, like it, the bottom's open. It doesn't have a closed chest, mm-hmm. so it's a perfect grill. It's a beautiful grill. In fact, the next year, 2022 model has a closed chest below it. So your tank is in a chest, like it has little doors in front, okay, right? Yeah. 2021 model, no doors. 2022 model, doors. Exact same grill. Like literally the exact same grill besides the doors in front. The doors in front in 2022, price goes up a little bit. Then, so, if, you know. Well, then let me let me ask you this. If it yeah. doesn't have, because I have a Genesis. Yeah, yeah. If it doesn't have the the hole at the bottom, where do the juice go? No, there, there's a hole at the bottom. I'm talking like a cabinet on the bottom, where there's oh. like a like a cabinet where it has two like little drawers, do- do- gotcha. not drawers, doors open. I, gotcha. I said drawers, two doors that open, and you, you your tank sits in there and your tools sit in there, and okay. you close it up to give it a nice, uh, clean, fresh look. The 2021 models didn't have those doors. I 22 gotcha. models. So you you people are all concerned about well what your model doesn't matter. It's literally the same grill with a couple of doors on the front of it next year, okay. and maybe a new color, and maybe they upgraded something. But it, it's not. They're so good at at doing Weber grills right now that you know from year to year to year it really doesn't matter. Just get the best price on the one and pick the color that maybe nobody wants. Sometimes some some colors don't sell as well as as others. There happens to be some of those closeout grills at Fratelloni's right now. So oh. come in and check out. Not a lot of them. And oh, and by the way, just here's a good FYI: the more powerful a brand is, the lower the margin is for retailers. This is really deep. Okay, this is really deep. Okay. So Weber is an incredibly powerful brand. So if it's a $999 grill and we put it on sale for 975 bucks, it may mean that we paid $950 for it. Okay. There is no huge margin on it, right? Okay, well. We don't pay $400 and we make $600. We literally sometimes it's not worth putting together because the labor putting it together is it's more than the margin for what make, you made on right? it. Right? So yeah. all of those brands, Toro, Steel, those those really high-end brands, they control what we what we minimally can advertise them for and they want us to just make enough to carry it but not make enough that makes a <laughs> I fortune. I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's it's just so, so this is a new Fratelloni coming out. You know, here's here's <laughs> a really bad thing. So, um, one of our good customers owns this company that does snow plowing, right? 
first big snowfall, he calls up and he goes, what kind of deal? I need five snowblowers. I need some Toros, XYZ, whatever model it is. I need five of them. And I said, hey, thank you so much. He goes, what kind of deal do I get? Literally nothing. If The more you buy, almost the less I make on them, right? In fact, it just shafts for other customers if you buy five of them. Wow. You know, and it, you hate to say it. Right. And everybody, no one gets them better than anybody. Everyone's paying basically the same price. You know, Home Depot doesn't pay half the price we do. It, do, it just doesn't matter. It's, Toro's so powerful. Everyone pays the same and everyone roughly sells the same. So we feel bad because somebody will come in and legitimately say, hey, I want to buy a snowblower lawnmower. In my mind, my little monkey brain says, you should get a deal on that. But then you look at it and say, well, sorry, dude. Yeah, I'm going to make $11. And please don't pay with a credit card. Yeah, I'll take your check because at least we don't have to pay the processing fee. You know, It's not quite $11 bad, but I the margins you. aren't so great. Yeah. That's just some really deep behind the curtains Wizard of Oz deal there. That's, stuff. Uh, I like the insight Isn't that, that you provide. Nice? No, Isn't I do. That nice? I do like that yeah, insight. And it's just, it makes it, it, you feel bad because there's just not a lot we can do on yeah. some of that stuff. Well, and it's, you know, now that we can't really see the lawn anymore, you know, it's like, huh. Okay, so when is it March first here? I know. Coming around the corner. I here? know. Anyway. I have this 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 app on my phone called Dream Days, and what it does is it, it gives you out. And so right now I have it set for April first. My next big thing in life is in eighty five days, golf courses could potentially open April first. There you go. Right. So I just I just look and I say, oh, it's eighty five days. Anybody can push through for eighty five days. I, I, I see. I don't even go April first. I do March first because in my mind. We're in March, baby. You barely have to shovel March snow, exactly. right? And, and I refuse to. Away. I just drive the truck up and down the Up driveway. and down. See, smart. <laughs> Don't tell Sushray that. He'd be mad. All right. Thank you, Michael. Hey, Reavers, you're the best. Please do us a favor and rate and review the show wherever you find this particular podcast. Uh, also, don't forget to download the PodMN app for your smart device. And uh, please let a friend know about the Weekly Scramble. His name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. And my name is Chris Reavers. We will talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers. The new era of Thursday Night Football is only on Prime Video. This Thursday, it's a battle between two NFC South Divisional rivals when the Atlanta Falcons clash with the Carolina Panthers. Pre-game coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern with TNF Tonight delivered by Little Caesars live from Carolina. It's the Falcons and the Panthers only on Prime Video. See Amazon.com slash watch TNF for details.